Welcome to the final threshold, a voice of those crying out in the wilderness to prepare the way of the Lord and to make his pathway straight. Here at the final threshold, we proclaim the true message of the kingdom in preparation for Messiah's second coming event. My name is Chadwick Harvey, and I welcome you. Today we have a very special guest, a great friend, a great brother of mine, Gilad Rosinger. He's the founder and CEO of Radiant Israel. He currently lives in Tiberias, Israel, by the Sea of Galilee. And he's joining us today to speak of the Galilee Awakening that occurred on April 11th, 2020. At this moment, I'd like to introduce my friend Gilad Rosinger. He's uh, in Israel right now. He's on the Sea of Galilee, where he lives with his beautiful wife. He does ministry work. He does tour groups. And I wanted to introduce him uh, to speak about this great uh, opportunity, this great vision he had of the Galilee Awakening. Uh, my friend, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Chad. So good to be with you, brother. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Well, we live in exciting times, and I know we're still all under the quarantine right now uh, in America, and I think you guys are as well. Could you speak, uh, before we get into the Galilee Awakening, can you speak upon uh, the quarantine in Israel to give the listeners uh, some insight of what's going on over there? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the great news is actually today, right now, today is the first day that um, some of the quarantine measures have been lifted. Some things are returning back to normal here in Israel. Of course, normal as we knew it before is is definitely not here yet, but um, some small businesses have opened up again. Um, I actually got my hair cut today uh, for the first time in uh, quite some time, which is definitely a good thing. I mean, I I was feeling a little bit like a caveman, but um, my wife was actually super thrilled to to see me come in in the house after um, my haircut. And let me tell you, that was probably one of the most uh, rewarding haircuts I've ever gotten. So um, (laughs) that was certainly nice uh, to experience. But as you know, you know, up until today, uh, really Israel took some very serious drastic measures, uh, some of the strictest. And, um, you know, just as uh, many of the areas in the United States and other countries, you know, there were very serious, uh, you know, conditions and, um, guidelines that uh, they required people to to go by. And, of course, during Passover was the most strict we've ever seen. Literally, they uh, told people that you can't even leave your house, which was truly amazing uh, because that lined up, as you and I have talked about, uh, with the original Passover. Um, so, you know, really, we feel some things are loosening up here, which is a huge answer to prayer. Um, there's still a long way to go. Um, you know, obviously the economy has been uh, very seriously affected and borders are still closed. So there's a long way to go, but we are seeing um, some some improvements and some loosening, so to speak. Well, that's great to hear. And we're seeing the same thing here. I know I live in Tennessee and we're seeing the same lifting, you know, around this week coming up, around May 1st area as well. And you kind of led into uh, one of the uh, topics that we're wanting to speak about today, 
Uh, we are on this Exodus template, which we've discussed many times, and even in the Galilee Awakening, uh, we've discussed this Exodus template that we're on, this movement of the original template of everyone's quarantine, all the idols are broken. Now we're in the desert wanderings, if you will, uh, to the Feast of Shabbat, to where we're really purging, cleansing, you know, ascend, ascending to Mount Sinai, if you will, to Shabbat, uh, as you know better than anyone. And that does lead us into our topic of the Galilee Awakening. Uh, if you're not familiar with the Galilee Awakening, uh, my friend had a great vision and encounter uh, with the Lord. He was provoked to do uh, what is now uh, called the Galilee Awakening. Could you speak upon the vision uh, and the uh, provoking of the Lord that you had with the Galilee Awakening? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, I appreciate the time uh, to talk about this. And, of course, we're so grateful um, for all that you've done, Chad, uh, in the journey towards the Galilee Awakening. Um, it was just really incredible. I mean, the people that have given us feedback on on the gathering and the global broadcast uh, were so blessed by your message. I mean, it was really remarkable. So, um, you know, they got to see that incredible message. But we we really appreciate all that you did in the journey, the months leading up to it. And so uh, thank you so much for that. And uh, appreciate you giving me the chance to talk about it. You know, this this really started over a year ago. Um, and as you mentioned briefly in the introduction, um, you know, Maggie and I own a tour company, um, Radiant Israel Tours. It's part of Radiant Group. And uh, we've been doing tours to Israel uh, for several years that are focused on really connecting people to the land and the people of Israel and, and not just your usual tours, but um, really giving people a biblical understanding and a spirit-filled understanding of what the Lord is doing right now in the Holy Land. Um, and so, yes, of course, the sites and, you know, all the wonderful things that Israel has to offer. But more than that, the prophetic journey uh, that is unfolding right now before our very eyes. And you know, I bring that up because that's actually how the Lord brought the Galilee Awakening uh, to my attention. It was really incredible. Um, as I think back of, about it even now, you know, it, it, it used to be very common for people to contact us and request a tour to Israel. Um, you know, we would get multiple requests and continue to get multiple requests you know, to do a group tour for organizations or churches or congregations um, and take care of all of their booking needs, their tour needs here in Israel. And so something very interesting happened uh, last year, and it started happening around March or April, actually right around Passover of last year, not this Passover, but the one before. And what happened was that the Lord started speaking to me about Passover 2020, um, even though we were in Passover 2019. He had already begun to speak to me about something very unique, something important that was going to happen in Passover 2020. At the time, it was about a year out. And so I began to pray about this and to ask the Lord to give me knowledge and revelation into what, you know, what he was trying to show me, what, what we were going to do. And as I began to seek him on that, uh, multiple tour leaders, pastors, and um, people from different backgrounds 
began to reach out to me and tell me that the Lord had been speaking to them about Passover 2020 and that they felt they didn't know exactly what it all looked like, but they felt to contact me and uh, said, hey, let's maybe, maybe let's bring a tour to Israel. And, you know, it's not unusual to get a request uh, for a tour, but, you know, multiple people were all saying the same thing, Passover 2020, Passover 2020. And so we started planning these tours. And as we started planning them, I realized that it didn't really make sense to plan all these separate tours. And as I started praying about it, the Lord told me that this is something that he's doing. He's bringing these people together for a reason. And so, you know, I started talking to them and just saying, hey, is this something that you guys would be open to? What if we just, you know, combine this tour? Um, Because this is what the Lord is speaking to me about. He's speaking to me about Galilee awakening. The Galilee is awakening, and he's bringing something to pass during Passover. And so that's really how this originated. Um, We knew something very significant was going to happen during Passover of 2020. But, you know, a year ago, it wasn't so clear. The vision wasn't so clear. Um, And so as we moved forward in time, as you know, Chad, being a prophecy expert yourself, things tend to get much more clear as we move forward in time. And so what happened was we discovered that we were on a prophetic journey and things became very much clear that the Lord was focusing our attention on revival and awakening. And I began to connect with different people and he brought many divine appointments uh, that I never expected and throughout this process. And as we began to pray, as as I began to seek his face, as I began to uh, go and really ask him to clarify this vision, what is he asking us to do? Um, He really moved in a powerful way. And the first thing I heard from the Holy Spirit, from the Ruach HaKodesh, uh, was this. I was I was in a time of prayer and I was just, I don't remember if I was sitting or standing, but I heard his voice so clearly and this is exactly what I heard. It's time for the true message of the kingdom to go forth from the shores of the Sea of Galilee once again. That was it. That's what I heard. And, you know, I, I just, I mean, the Holy Spirit was all over me, and it was so loud, and it was so clear. And so that was, that phrase from the Lord, from Adonai, became the foundation of of the vision. At least we understood what it is he wanted to take place. Again, as we're going through this prophetic journey, as we're moving forward, you know, th- some things are becoming really clear. Some things, you know, we're still trying to figure out. But as you know, we uh, were able to connect with just an incredible amount of people on fire uh, for the Lord, all passionate about revival, all aware of what is happening on the earth today. And it's just been 
an incredible journey. Uh, so maybe that would be a good uh, intro point to get things started here. Sure. And I remember uh, whenever you spoke with me about the vision, so you, you just stated that you received it, uh, the uh, inside of this on Passover, around Passover 2019. Well, I, I remember about six months later, it was, I believe it was around the fall feast days uh, that you called me and you spoke to me and said, hey, I want to tell you something and see what you think about it or whatever it may be. I can't remember the exact conversation, but I do know this. Whenever you said what you just told me that you received uh, with the vision about the true gospel going out from the shores of Galilee, uh, however people want to call this, the goosebumps, the holy bumps, the whole, you know, uh, whatever those are, I felt like I wanted to jump out of my skin, you know, so to speak. And I, almost feel, and I feel the same way right now when you said it. You know, when those words, those words just triggered uh, with me in my spirit, and I believe, like I told you, I said, you know, I'm all in, you know that, because it, it just set so well with my spirit, with the Holy Spirit, et cetera. And then I went to the scriptures, uh, like we all know this, that's where the original gospel started, uh, or that's where the where Messiah John the Baptist. That's where John the Baptist prepared the way of the Lord of the first coming, and then I believe we have the opportunity uh, starting in the Galilee, just like the template says. These templates, as you know, are going to repeat, and uh, we have the opportunity two thousand years later to prepare the way of the Lord for His second coming events. I truly believe that. And I just thought it was a great tie-in when you told me that. And for people to understand, uh, this wasn't a fly-by-night kind of thing or smoke and mirrors. This took a lot of um, uh, planning, a lot of prayer time, a lot of fasting with many people, uh, weekly call, uh, weekly calls. Sometimes, you know, we, we spoke every day, I believe, as you can attest to, uh, once we got to a certain point, which kind of brings us to uh, at the end of the, the original uh, plan, kind of got detoured uh, because of the coronavirus. Can you uh, take us to that journey? I know that you and I were on the journey, but could you give the listeners uh, some insight of the original plan compared to what was established on Passover 2020? Yeah, absolutely. And first of all, just to uh, just to confirm what you said about, I remember that conversation, that first time that uh, the Lord really put you on my heart strongly, you know, because we've, we've been friends for, you know, a few years, but um, I just remember as I was praying about, you know, who the Lord would want involved, because this is one of the things that was very important from the beginning, is that this wasn't something that was just to be a good idea or that we were just going to throw together, kind of like you just mentioned. I knew that this was holy. It was something that the Lord was doing. And so I just, you know, I had the fear of Adonai on me, and I just wanted to make sure that I was being a good steward and that I really listened to him about who he wanted involved. And I remember hearing, he was like, yeah, you know, call Chad. And I remember when we talked, and it was just exactly the way you described it. It was like the Holy Spirit moved, and, I mean, it was a powerful call. And you know what's so amazing? You know, I what you just described as when I shared the vision with you, so many others also had the same experience. Is it, it, They just knew that they knew that they knew it. this was of the Lord. And, uh, you know, that's been the most exciting part of this whole journey is we've been on a journey uh, with, with the Father. I mean, we've been on a journey that I truly believe with all of my heart, with all of my being, was ordained by heaven. And um, now that, you know, we've, 
gotten through the Galilee awakening and, you know, the Lord did it. It's just so amazing to see what he did. Um, and especially in the face of all the adversity with the coronavirus and the, um, you know, the lockdowns, the global lockdowns. And, you know, we had more spiritual warfare than I, I can ever recall. I mean, like you mentioned, um, we had an intercessory team that was praying every single week. We had seasons that we were praying every single day, uh, an hour, two hours at a time or more, um, depending on what was happening. And it was really a global effort. Um, and so I'm just, I'm so grateful. But, you know, it was a roller coaster because, you know, the Lord gave us very specific instructions. Um, he took us down a very unique path. Um, and he spoke to me very clearly along the way where I can look back and I can see exactly what he said and what that meant, right? But it's like we all see through a glass darkly. We all have part of the picture. And so, you know, I didn't know exactly what he meant, uh, some of the things as we move forward. But, you know, one of the things that I recall, and I'm sure you recall, is I, I spoke this very clearly to uh, everybody on the Galilee Awakening team was that the Lord in January, I believe it was, before there were any shutdowns, before any countries locked down or, you know, flights were stopped or borders were closed, the Lord spoke to me and he said that um, the enemy was going to use the coronavirus to try to stop the global awakening and the coming revival uh, that the father was planning for this year, for this time period. And this was before, you know, people were even concerned about the coronavirus. Nothing. I mean, it was in China, but it was, you were just getting a, a few news reports here and there. And then he told me, he said, you will, you will find yourself at a Red Sea moment. He said Amen. that it will look, it will, he said he said it will look nearly impossible he said you on this journey of the galilee awakening you will arrive at a point where it will literally look impossible but the lord told me he said i will part the red sea and you will drop you will walk over on dry ground and man again that i just it was so powerful when i heard that from the lord um, it was it was the same uh, clarity, the same weight of that first thing that he spoke to me about when he said it's time for the true message of the kingdom to go forth from the shores of the Sea of Galilee once again. And so, you know, I, I remember sharing it and sharing it with the team. I didn't know what it was going to look like exactly, but, you know, there you go. What happened in March, you know, the border shut down. And I believe it was on March 8th in Israel was when uh, the order went out to close the borders. And that completely, talk about a Red Sea moment. I mean, the whole event was planned at an <laughs> amphitheater, and, you know, in Semach. And we, we have like multiple tours that are scheduled to fly into Israel to do a tour of the Holy Land. We're going to celebrate Passover in Jerusalem we're going to have the Galilee Awakening event on this 3,000-seat uh, amphitheater on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. You know, you were here. You came. You were actually in Israel with me at the amphitheater praying. Um, 
you know, and so that was the plan. And so when the border shut down, you know, we were like, what, like, what do we do here? And talk about impossible. It, it, it literally became impossible because, you know, nobody can even get into the country. And so, you know, at that point, that's when the real adversity and the real uh, process of refinement began. Because as you recall, Chad, we were praying. We were we were praying every day with our team and getting revelations and visions and bringing things before the Lord. And you know, there there was a real death of the vision. I mean, it was actually very challenging because we had prepared for a year, for a whole year. You know, we had put in you know countless countless hours of work, financial resources, energy, time, and then all of a sudden it was all gone. And so we had to completely surrender every thought that we had about what it was supposed to be or how it was supposed to look. And uh, it was a very difficult, difficult thing to do. Um, And then, you know, I believe about a week or so of just, you know, I, I felt like, what the Father was wanting from us was just to totally die to ourselves, die to our own ideas, and just lay the vision down at his feet and say, you know what, you know, we're just so grateful and blessed to have been on this journey. I mean, I remember that he actually took us through that journey where, you know, we we didn't understand exactly and you know, there were questions, but we were like, you know, I think we all came to this point where we were like, you know, wow, even even if the actual Galilee Awakening event doesn't happen, look at what the Lord has done. I mean, the way he connected people from around the world, the prayers, the things that happened along the way. I mean, there were divine appointments. There were, talk about Galilee Awakening. I mean, the Galilee Awakening was the entire journey of prayer and intercession and and prophetic acts and divine appointments. And so we got to the point where we said, you know, this has been such an amazing journey. We're just so grateful uh, that the Lord prepared us. And we found ourselves actually prepared spiritually for these insane times that we live in because of the coronavirus, because of, you know, the fear pandemic, because of all the things that have been loosed from hell upon the earth with the deception and all those things. You know, we we were prepared because we were just, we were pressing in. We were praying every day. We were fasting. And so we were actually okay with, well, Lord, if it doesn't happen, then, you know, your will be done. And then, as you know, Chad, he resurrected, you know, from ashes to glory. I mean, it was so amazing. Um, He just started speaking to us about this is supposed to be a global broadcast. You know, this is a detour. Uh, We had a lot of prophetic words, maybe I won't go into them right here. If you want to later, maybe we can. But, um, you know, the main thing was that uh, we got three or four major confirmations uh, that he wanted it to be an online broadcast. And once once we got the word, once we got the, the green light, we only had 12 days to put it together. Uh, totally changed course and uh, and and do it. And, and the Lord did it. And you know, the outcome has been, it's just been remarkable. Uh, 
people were really impacted. We've been so blessed. I mean, the Holy Spirit is moving in such a way. True, true, and real unity is manifesting in the Galilee between the body of believers here uh, in a way that I haven't seen ever uh, since I lived here. And the Lord is answering prayers. Um, new doors have opened up. People from around the world have been messaging us and calling us, some, some in tears, uh, just a newfound hunger uh, for their relationship with Yeshua. And, um, you know, it's really, it's just incredible how the Lord's ways are so much higher than ours. You know, we were originally planning a 3,000-seat amphitheater at the shores of the Sea of Galilee. You know, we were going to stream it online, but we weren't going to really focus on the online part. The focus was going to be the place in person. And, you know, even though it's 3,000 seats, we don't know how many people would have actually come, you know, maybe only 1,500 or so and or something like that but uh, you know the live broadcast as you know it's already reached uh probably 20,000 people um in just uh maybe a, a couple weeks and we haven't even done anything uh to sponsor uh the ads or anything like that and so the really the heart it's just so amazing the way that people impacted and you know I'll just finish my thought with this it's like we all really do see through a glass darkly. I mean, we have revelation, we have partial revelation, but when we come together as a body and when we move forward and we just trust the voice of the Father, uh, when we discern, discern things corporately and move forward, it's just incredible to see how he puts this picture together. And so we're just glorifying his name. We're singing his praises. We're so excited. We're so full of the Holy Spirit. And, and we're just, I mean, we can't contain the joy that we're feeling, even in the midst of these very confusing and difficult times. We just feel so grateful and blessed uh, to have been on this journey and to continue on this journey because it's clear that what the Lord first spoke to us, um, that it's time for the true message of the kingdom to go forth from the shores of the Sea of Galilee, that's happening. And when you dissect that word, you know, when I went back and looked at it, this is perhaps the most amazing thing. What did he say? He said, it's time for the message to go forth from the shores of the Sea of Galilee once again. So think about it. So the global broadcast actually makes so much sense because the true message of the kingdom, it went forth from the Galilee to the nations. And so as you mentioned, as it was 2,000 years ago with Yeshua and his Galilean disciples, we believe in this cyclical historical pattern. We know from Ecclesiastes there's nothing new under the sun. Things repeat themselves, and we believe that now is the time that the Lord is getting ready to uh, to do some amazing things on the earth again. And so it's just a joy and an honor to be alive, really, uh, in these times. Amen. Uh, yes, it was an incredible journey. And, uh, yeah, the warfare really increased as the time got near, like you said, the Red Sea moment. And what was so interesting to me is how you said that the vision died. And for those who are not familiar with the Galilee Awakening, on the day that we did it was on April 11th, which was Feast of First Fruits, Resurrection Day. So what he did with the Galilee Awakening kind of fall, uh, fell into the template of Messiah being resurrected as well. And I know we've had, we had conversations about the, the date that was supposed to be doing, and you were very dogmatic, which I really appreciated, 
about the April 11th date. You said this is what he said. So uh, just like he told you, that's what he did. And for me, you know, it went from, like you said, there was about 3,000 seats in the amphitheater, and who knows how many people would have come, but it turned into so much more, and he multiplied it according to him. And actually, it went from the Galilee awakening to the global awakening very quick. And one night, it went from the Galilee awakening to the global awakening, which we've spoken about before, and I thought that was totally amazing and incredible what the, what the Lord did with that. And I just wanted to share that with, if people didn't know uh, the day of it, it was April 11th. You can go to Radiant Israel uh, on the Facebook page of Radiant Israel, and you could watch the Galilee Awakening. It is a beautiful, beautiful ceremony, if you will, uh, of the true message to go out. There's live worship uh, over, uh, I believe, uh, it was over the Sea of Galilee at Galad Maggie's house. It's just a beautiful, uh, serene night, afternoon it was, uh, when they did this. And it really went, in my mind, perfect uh, with the speakers, with the live worship, and everybody was on the same accord, kind of like uh, we, I remember in Acts. You know, everybody was on the same accord once the Holy Spirit was poured out. Uh, so, And that kind of brings us to uh, what's going to occur in the future, Galada. You've shared this with me, and if you don't mind sharing uh, with the listeners, uh, we have another Galilee Awakening event planned. Um, could you speak more about that? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm just I'm just really in awe of what the Lord is doing. Um, you know, there was such a sweet unity um, that came forth in in the first broadcast, in the Galilee Awakening event. I mean, it was really beautiful uh, because I think everyone was just so surrendered to what the Holy Spirit wanted to do. Nobody came with an ego. Nobody came with, you know, their own agenda. Nobody was there to promote their ministry. Um, it was just really like a first fruit offering to the Lord, which is amazing that Amen. he chose the day of the first fruits, you know, Nisan 17, uh, April 11th. And so it was really, it was, it was really special to be a part of. It's very clear that it was death of the Lord. It was for the Lord. Um, and that was our heart from the very beginning. And so, you know, once, once that took place, uh, I mean, we were blown away by the response. I mean, I, I don't think any, we were just so kind of just, <laughs> we were grateful that the Lord, you know, brought it to life, so to speak, that, um, you know, we were just there to do it for him. But um, so many people, you know, so many people wrote us and, and said like, hey, this is anointed, it's, it's of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we feel very strongly that he wants, the Lord wants you to continue, that this is only the beginning and. You know, of course, we just kind of, for the first week, we, we were like, well, we're just so grateful, you know, to have done it. So we'll wait on the Lord and see what he says. You know, again, I've learned in my journey uh, with the Lord that um, good ideas can be can be fine. But, uh, you know, the God ideas are the one that, that I want to walk, walk with, so to speak, because, you know, I don't believe we really even have time to waste anymore. And I just, I want to do the things that the Lord is in. And so, you know, I wasn't in a hurry to make any decisions about doing another one um, until I heard from the Lord. And, you know, we, we felt corporately uh, strongly that the way that the father chose the dates of the first fruits, the first one being during Passover, 
um, it's very clear that, you know, as you know, Chad, you've been teaching the feast for a long time. I mean, you've been teaching the timeline, the prophetic timeline. And as you know, you know, we live in Israel and we keep the feast and it's just such a blessing and an honor to do so. But I believe one thing that's really amazing is that it's clear with the Galilee awakening or the global awakening that the father is highlighting his appointed times again. And so as we began to pray about that and really pray about, well, you know, really the heart is revival. I mean, the heart is awakening. The heart is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The heart, you know, especially with what we see on the world stage today, um, which, by the way, is another testimony to the power of God, to the foresight of the Most High. I mean, think about it. It's amazing. None of us could have predicted a year ago that there would be quarantines and lockdowns and a virus you know, spreading around the world that would cause a global shutdown, the likes the world has never seen before. But the Lord knew it was coming, and his timing was perfect. Um, And I think one of the things that the Galilee Awakening did was it sent out a much-needed blessing uh, and love and peace and shalom, uh, you know, to kind of counterattack the fear and the oppression that was loosed on the earth. And so as we think about the revival and awakening, that we so desperately need and desire um, the Shavuot time frame became highlighted very powerfully. Um, and of course we prayed about it, uh, about the specific date. Cause as you know, um, you know, there's a rabbinic way to keep it. And then there's a few ways to interpret scripture. I mean, we feel that it's from the counting of the Shabbat, uh, you know, 50 days, counting the Omar, 49 days, and then the 50th day, uh, Shavuot. And uh, it's from the time you give the the wave offering, you know, the first fruit, so to speak. And so it was very clear for us that April 11th, that Motzei Shabbat, that was kind of the, that was from the time we gave that first fruit offering, so to speak. So count forward 50 days. Uh, you arrive at May 31st, uh, 2020. And so that was really the date that we felt the Lord was highlighting to us. Um, We prayed about it. We had peace about it. And something that I'm actually sharing even with you for the first time, we haven't even mentioned this. Um, Two years ago, in 2018, we had a special event, a Radiant Group special event on May 31st, exactly. And... I don't know why we chose that date specifically, but looking back, I think it's pretty amazing that the Lord was kind of preparing us, and he used it as a confirmation for me as well. So we're we're planning on, um, Lord willing, of course, this is, <laughs> I've learned from our first journey, you know, you think, <laughs> you think it's going to be one thing, and then the Lord could do something totally different. Uh, so, <laughs> of course, <laughs> you know, <laughs> He could he could tell you to hey go this way and then he'll say take a left take a right jump over a hoop you know uh, so it's all it's all in his hands you know um, it could change at any moment but as we are at least understanding it at this point um, we're going to have another broadcast on May 31st um, and the the heart the vision and and the idea is. It's the second wave. It's the second wave. So there was a birthing on April the 11th. Something came from heaven into earth, 
into the Galilee and out to the nations. We believe it very, very strongly, and there's a very strong corporate witness about that. And so something was birthed, and now it's growing. And we're counting up to the Omer. We're counting up to Shavuot. We're counting the Omer up to Shavuot, where there's an expectation of a mighty move of God. Historically, the Israelites received, you know, the Torah. And there's so much biblical, foundational uh, uniqueness and ex- holiness in, in this journey. And so we have a great anticipation um, to this next broadcast and what we feel that the Lord is wanting, you know, the foundation was laid on April 11th in terms of the true message going out. And as you mentioned, there was worship, there were messages, um, there were all kinds of things that just came together in a very beautiful synchronicity. And so what we feel for this next one is um, really to more to press into the power of the Holy Spirit, shorter, make shorter messages, maybe just a couple messages instead of, you know, six, six or seven, and uh, just a lot of worship and prayer, power-packed prayer, and just let the Holy Spirit lead. So there'll be some things that we'll pray about, and we believe that the Lord uh, has designed, and he's already kind of shown me a couple people, by the way, that, you know, weren't a part of the first one, and they've just divinely kind of popped up and you know, the Lord is already working behind the scenes, orchestrating um, people that are coming together in a resonant heart. And I think the beauty of the Galilee Awakening or the Global Awakening, however you want to call it at this point, is that it's not about race or religion or denomination. Um, it's about people that are sold out to Yeshua. They're all about the kingdom business and their love is so strong for for the Lord. And we're putting away, you know, the petty things. That's really the heart is, you know, we're not looking to get into theological debates with people. Um, There's a very clear truth that we stand on, that we believe in scripturally. Um, And so that'll never be compromised. As you know, Chad, I mean, I love, you know, your teachings and just your viewpoints and, you know, the way the Lord is using you in this hour to, you know, send forth teachings to the Gentiles and send forth teachings, uh, you know, to the church, much that has been lost over the years. And so we just love that. Um, But, you know, really the heart is we need unity now more than ever. And we believe that true revival and true awakening is going to come forth when there is very powerful, true, and humble corporate unity where the Lord can move in a powerful way, not just through one person or one organization, but multiple organizations, multiple people that are laying their differences aside, you know, and they're coming together uh, as one, as one body. And so that's kind of what happened historically uh, in Shavuot when, you know, the disciples, apostles, uh, they went up to Jerusalem. They didn't know exactly what was going to happen. They didn't know exactly what they were waiting for. They just knew that they were supposed to go. They were supposed to be together. And, you know, and then there was an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And so, but they were united. They were one. They were walking in unity. There was clarity about, you know, what they believe and what, you know, what they're following, so to speak. So we are expecting a mighty move of God. I believe that it's happening in stages. 
And uh, it's happening all over the world. That's the exciting thing is that, um, and maybe I'll just uh, end with this thought here. You know, there were so many things that were happening, uh, awakening meetings, revival meetings scheduled for the same time frame. There was a global fast. Hundreds of thousands of people were fasting for the 40 days leading up to Passover. I mean, that is absolutely incredible. And I don't know that they even realized it when they first set the fast, uh, when they first planned it two years ago. Maybe they did. Maybe that was very strategic. But regardless, it was correlated to Passover 2020. And so just to think about the global unity and the global awareness of, um, you know, how the Father has orchestrated this, it's just exciting, brother. We're just living in exciting times, and we're just so grateful for what the Lord is doing. Amen. I can attest to that. And it's, you brought up some great points about this journey uh, that we're on. You know, the first outpouring was the Galilee awakening. It was almost like that physical redemption, as some of the rabbinical thought is, is that physical redemption from Egypt. You know, again, we're on this, you know, in my opinion, we're on this Passover 2020 door, this Exodus account, exactly like the first account. So we can expect the same kind of thing of where we've journeyed from Passover. Right now we're ascending we're making uh, ascension uh, to uh, purify ourselves, purge ourselves, you know, get rid of anything that the Lord's putting on our hearts as we climb the Omer, you know, each day of the Omer to uh, Shavuot. So uh, I think it's a beautiful journey in this Galilee awakening. The global awakening as well is following the same template to where when we get to the Feast of Shavuot, Pentecost is what it's called as well. Uh, for the Gentiles, but anyhow, um, it's this pouring out of this second wave of the Holy Spirit, which is exactly when it was poured out uh, with the, with uh, what you were talking about with the disciples, you know, and it's almost like we're on the same pattern of even uh, Yeshua, you know, pouring out his Holy Spirit uh, at the Feast of Shabbat as we go forward uh, on the templates that he has shown us into the future after the Feast of Shabbat. So I thought it was a great tie-in of what you mentioned uh, with this ascension with all of us right now. I know that uh, we're praying weekly. Uh, I, I think we're praying twice a week now uh, with the uh, Galilee Awakening Part 2, if you will, and we're pressing in even more. We're purging in anymore. We're trying to get rid of our own ideas and listening to the Lord, getting deeper in the Word, getting deeper into our uh, calling and pressing in and pressing on to shine brighter as we've ever done before. And I know we're not the only ones, as you've mentioned. There's a global awakening that is occurring and we're just trying to do our part. God's trying to do his part as well to be a part of that in our own uh, specific way that the Lord is calling us. And we invite everybody to join us. You know, if you haven't watched the Galilee Awakening Part 1, you can find that again on the Radiant Israel page. Uh, it's just a beautiful, beautiful ceremony of worshiping, of uh, giving uh, the, uh, the Galilee Awakening, the Global Awakening, and just really exalting the Lord and his feast days, his divine appointments, and the time that we're living in uh, right now. Like Goliath said, we live in the incredible times that a lot of people, especially the prophets and all the believers throughout the last 2,000 years, would have loved to have lived in. And you and I have the privilege, the honor, and the blessing to step into the full manifestation of our calling as we go forward on the Omer ascending higher and also for the outpouring of the Galilee Awakening Part 2, which will be the Global Awakening Part 2 as well. And uh, before we close, uh, Glad, what 
what would you give a specific word for the people uh, at this point? Uh, I know we've spoken several times about it, about the times we're living in. Uh, what would you end with uh, giving uh, a word over people about the times we're living in? Yeah, thanks so much, Chad. You know, I really appreciate um, the time that we've been able to discuss. And as we mentioned, we live in incredible times. It's exciting times, uh, the best of times and the worst of times, so to speak. Um, you know, right now, I believe that we are in an Isaiah 60 season. Um, the Lord was speaking that to me for the years leading up to this time. Um, and increasing in measure, it became more and more apparent that this is what we're entering into. And as you know, the Isaiah 60 says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of Adonai has risen over you. Uh, although darkness covers the earth and thick darkness is over the people, on you the Lord will rise, over you will be seen his glory. And uh, it, it continues, nations will go toward your light and kings towards the shining of your splendor. Raise your eyes and look around. They are all assembling and coming to you. Your sons are coming from far off. Your daughters are being carried on their nurses' hips. Then you will see and be radiant. Your heart will throb and swell with delight. For the riches of the seas will be brought to you. The wealth of the nations will come to you. I mean, this is a prophecy from Isaiah chapter 60, and it is incredible. It very clearly speaks about the end times. Um, it's, it's dynamics are just powerful. They're diverse. And it talks about very clearly that we are in a specific season. And so, it, it first of all, it's addressing the people of Yah. It's addressing God's people. And it, it set, it's like a command. It's not even a suggestion or this is what it's going to be. It, it begins with arise, shine. It's like, it's almost like the Lord is prophesying to his people and he's saying, you know, forget the old season, you know, forget what was behind you as it says in Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, you know, um, stop brooding over the past. Stop looking back there because I'm doing a new thing. It springs up now. Don't you perceive it? And so this might even be a continuation. Now he says, arise, shine, because now your light has come, and now the glory of Adonai is coming upon you. But then it lays the texture of uh, the temperature, so to speak, of the world and the condition that it's in. You know, what is happening on the world stage when, when he's giving this command it says darkness covers the earth. Darkness, that's evil. It's wickedness. You know, thick darkness is over the people. You know, what does that mean? That, you know, when I think about those verses, thick darkness is over the people. You know, that means they're living in sin. It means they're deceived. It means that most of the world is under deception. Uh, most of the world has turned away from the Lord. And, you know, goodness, if we look at the last, you know, decade, the last couple decades, and especially the last five years or so, what's happened on the world? I mean, it, there's been this massive, you know, charge towards, you know, immorality. And I mean, that's a, a whole nother conversation for itself. So I won't, I won't go into it, but very clearly we're living in this, this time of gross darkness being over the earth. And so it's a terrifying time if you're not a believer. I mean, if you don't know the hope of glory, if you don't, if you're not the redeemed of Adonai, like 
you know, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You know, if you're not sitting in the in the in the shadow of the Almighty, you know, then it's it's really terrible times, really terrible. But the promise is for the people of God, and this is what's so powerful and beautiful. Many will come into the kingdom. Many will be saved. Many will hear, hear the call. Many prodigals will come home. And so this scripture is power-packed with revelations, with prophecies about Aliyah. It's, it's prophesying the Jewish people from around the world coming home and the people here in the land rejoicing because we're going to see the sons and daughters come back. We're going to see the promises fulfilled. Um, and for the kingdom of God, this is a very clearly a prophetic word about, you know, people coming into the kingdom, a prodigal prodigal sons coming home. I mean, you could very clearly see the correlation there. And and so as you and I talked about, um, this is confirmed all throughout Scripture. And then Daniel, you alluded to it earlier, you know, Daniel chapter 12, uh, verse 3 talks about those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Um, and then it continues, but you, Daniel, roll up and seal the words of the scroll until the time of the end. Many will go here and there and to increase knowledge. Well, I believe that it's very clear here that this prophecy here in Daniel is the time of the end. And we are certainly in the end times. Uh, we are certainly in the beginning of sorrows. Um, you know, things are intensifying very, very seriously in the world. And uh, verse 10 here tells us that many will be purified, made spotless, and refined but the wicked will continue to be wicked. None of the wicked will understand, but those who are wise will understand. I want to talk about this scripture just for a minute here because, again, you alluded to this, and this is what you shared, Chad, I know in some of your messages, and we've discussed this so often um, about the time that we're living in. We're, we're in a time of purification. It's very clear that what the Lord is asking of his people is to put away the old, forget the past, um, look forward, allow him to purify our hearts, repent of any sins, repent of anything at all that's in contrast to his perfect way, come out as a people, come out of Babylon, so to speak, come out of Egypt, come into the promised land, and I believe we're in that journey right now between Egypt and the promised land, so to speak, where, you know, he's refining us, he's testing his people. So we're in a time of testing, we're in a time of purification, and this is why this is so urgent. I'm so grateful that you asked this question because the word that I would give to anybody listening today is don't waste this time. Don't waste this period of time that we're in quarantine, so to speak. Life isn't normal. Countries are shut down. Borders are closed. Don't waste it. Utilize it to really allow the Father to seek your heart you know, King David talked about, you know, search my heart, see if there's any wicked way in me. We need that now more than ever because we're going to go through a threshold, uh, I believe, as believers, and there are certain things that just can't, they can't come with us. And so I believe that this verse in Daniel talks about, you know, many will be purified, many will be made spotless and refined. As we know, Yeshua is coming back for a spotless bride, you know. But the wicked will continue to be wicked. None of the wicked will understand, but those who are wise will understand. So it's very clear here that there is going to be polar opposites, 
also there are going to be people who are totally ignorant of what's happening. They're going to be blinded. They're not going to understand. They're going to be deceived. Okay. We don't want to be the, we don't want to be that. We want to be wise. We want to understand. We want to have wisdom, knowledge, and revelation. And so we can't have anything inside of us that is offensive to the Lord. Now, look, no human being is perfect. We've all fallen short of the glory of the Lord. Yeshua is the only one that was perfect. We need him more than ever. But in our weakness, you know, we're made strong. And, and that comes from humility. It comes from a place of repentance. It comes from a place of being willing to be teachable and, you know, not being right and just learning. And, and that's what we need. That's what I need. I know we're spending a lot of time just allowing the Lord to work on us. And, um, and so I'm, I'm excited because he's preparing a people for a great work. I believe he's preparing uh, a new wineskin so that he can pour his new wine out. And when that happens, it's going to be glorious. Uh, but unfortunately, the, the devastating part of that is that not everybody is going to be ready. And so there's an urgency and there's a seriousness in this hour that we truly allow the Holy Spirit to do whatever he wants to do in our lives, in our marriages, in our families, in our friendships, in our relationship with the Lord, um, in the way that we relate to other people. And so, you know, my prayer, I'll just, you know, uh, I'll just share this prayer real quick. Lord, I just, I pray in Yeshua's name, Father, that you come upon every single person that is listening to this and just bless them, pour out your spirit upon them, give them revelation, give them wisdom, give them insight, show them things in their life that you want them to lay down, Father. We just pray that we would all come into that perfect alignment, that we would hear your voice, that we would be dialed into heaven's frequency and not into the world's frequency, Lord, that we would hear what you're saying to your people in this hour. We're so grateful to be alive right now, Father. We trust you that you're going to keep in perfect peace those whose mind is stayed on you. So we bless your holy name, Lord. You are the King of kings and Lord of lords. And I just bless you, Yeshua. I thank you, Father, uh, for Chad and for his ministry. Thank you for faithful performance. Thank you for the final threshold. Thank you for all the incredible work that you are doing through Chad and his family and his friends. Lord, I pray that you continue to bless them mightily. Lord, continue to use him as a voice to the nations, as a prophetic voice. Lord, thank you for raising him up uh, for such a time as this and many others around the world uh, who will proclaim the true message of the kingdom. We just bless you in Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen, brother. We really appreciate that, and we really appreciate your time. And uh, for all the listeners out there, uh, you can reach Galad uh, on his Facebook page, Radiant Israel. Okay, go listen to the Galilee Awakening. Uh, stay tuned for information on the second Galilee Awakening, however the Lord wants to work uh, with this. The current plan is May 31st, the Feast of Shavuot. Uh, is when it's going to happen. It's going to be similar to the first one. But go check that out. Uh, draw inspiration from it. Dive in deeper to the Lord. Uh, press in. Press on uh, with your faith. If you're not saved, please get saved. If you're saved, dive in deeper than ever before. And I would like to close, uh, if you wouldn't mind, uh, Galad, with the ironic blessing. Uh, could you say that in Hebrew and also in English? And uh, we would really be blessed by it. Sure, absolutely. Absolutely. 
May the Father bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace. In Yeshua's mighty name, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you so much for your time, Galad. I love you. I love your family. I love what you're doing. And friends, uh, stay with us for next week's episode. We have a great podcast for you next week. Until that time, uh, stay safe and may God bless you. 